Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We're talking again My body's swapping Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brendan Levi. Every week we watch an entry in the buddy swap movie genre, break it down for you, tell you who in the cast is hot or not, find the most ridiculous reviews from around the internet, and finish with some tenuously linked film and TV recommendations. So first off, apologies for anyone tuning in to listen to our review of the Nancy Kerrigan ice skating body swap classic Ice Angel this week. (laughs) We had a slight change of plans due to some exciting news. As of this episode, we are officially part of the fantastic podcast network called Lip Media. So to celebrate, we are reviewing one of our most requested titles, the 2004 romantic comedy 13 Going on 30, or as our Australian listeners may know it, Suddenly Suddenly 30, 30. starring Jennifer Garner, Andy Serkis, Judy Greer, and Mark Ruffalo. The IMDb plot synopsis for the film states, a girl makes a wish on her 13th birthday and wakes up the next day as a 30-year-old woman. We always love hearing from our listeners, so send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials at the underscore swapcast on Twitter, the Swapcast Podcast on Instagram, or search the Swapcast Podcast on Facebook. If you want to support our show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's the best way for us to get new listeners. A hundred iTunes reviews and we will fulfill our most common fan request to review Face Off. So usually this is where I would abuse our listeners for not giving us enough reviews, but I have faith in all the new Lip Media listeners that they will review us on iTunes and we can do this and review Face Off. off. Face Off. So it's up to you guys. This is your mission as new listeners. Like as a, a way of saying hello, should we tell people like all the the like little in jokes and stuff so they know what they're I think to. the best way is for them to listen to our back catalogue which is all still available on Lip Media Podcasts for our regular listeners who have been listening to us from the beginning they can still find our podcast in the exact same way they have been um, their subscriptions should still be working mm-hmm. so you don't have to do anything different yeah 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 but I, I just mean like some things like my name is Brendan Levi, but everyone calls me B Money. Things like that. that no, that's know. not a joke. That's Nobody not does an that. Joke. <laughs> um, Nobody likes that. <laughs> but yeah, I would highly recommend listening to our older episodes. We've already covered some fantastic swap films and, and some, some not so good ones and some fucking horrendous swap films. But I think they're even more fun to listen to those episodes. Um, but yeah, welcome aboard anyone who's found us through Lip Media. Hello, I'm so excited! Yay! Yay. Let's get straight into this week's film, one we've been waiting to do for a while Mm -hmm. and a lot of people have been waiting for us to do for a while. So my question to you guys, 13 Going on 30 is one of the most beloved body swap movies of all time. Still finding cultural relevance today in things like the Ariana Grande music video for Thank You Next. Mm Mm-hmm. It is also the 30th body swap film that we have watched for the show. Having watched so many of these films at this point, do you feel that this film deserves to be so beloved? Yes. Yeah, no, I, I, I am surprised at my enjoyment of this film. Had you never seen it before? I think I, I reckon this was like when I worked at the video store. This was like the first new release that was like hot on the on the show. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I don't know if I picked it up though. Okay. Yeah. So I remember watching this at the cinemas, mm, loving it, yeah, and then so like good. 
buying the DVD as soon as it came out and just like... We watched it on DVD today. Yeah. Even though it's on the streaming services, Paul still got his Yeah, I, I had like a nostalgic <laughs> thing. Yeah, I completely. wanted to watch the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> and also, talking about Ariana Grande, you yeah. know the scene that they recreated? Yeah. Yeah, it took all my willpower to not sing the bit of the song when she comes <laughs> out with the house and she's crying. <laughs> Apparently, Ariana Grande used to watch this film every night before she went to bed. No. She loved Ari. it so much. Yeah. So I guess the thing we've got in common. I love with that. Her. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like Ariana Grande would want to be friends with us. I'm sure. And if now that Should we've hit the big time, <laughs> she'll listen to this podcast and it so will happen. Much. Yeah. Uh, so why do you think this film is still so appealing now than when it came out all those years ago? So there's so many things that I need to say because mm-hmm. um, so much of this should be unforgivable yeah, and, and doesn't work and is like very cringy and terrible and not even in a way that it's aged. Yeah. But you forgive everything. Mm-hmm. Like the yearbook and the fashion and the – but it still just is amazing. Yeah. Like I- you, you give it a pass every time. Yeah, and I think – it's all on the way of Jennifer Garner's shoulders. Yes. She sells this film. Absolutely. Every second she's on screen, you just she's so lovable and yep. likable and you just, you know, there's nothing she can do wrong yeah. in this film, I now, feel. Now, I feel like we need to cross over to Brendan now yeah. because we've talked about Jennifer Garner before in one of our earlier episodes. Yeah, she was in Mr. The Fuzzy Pants. Fuzz, Mr. Fuzzy Pants, which was another film with two titles. Yeah, um, Mr. Fuzzy. Mr. Fuzzy Pants in Australia, but our American listeners might know it as Nine Lives. And it was terrible. Yeah, truly but awful. But we loved Jennifer Garner anyway yes. in it, but Brendan wasn't as forgiving. Yes, we were gushing about it and you were like, I don't really get it. So what do you think? What do you think now? Suddenly 30. Like, fresh all, on, all, in your mind. I feel like everything that I've seen her do, I have the same opinion of. But in this, I did actually feel like she took on the persona of a 13-year-old girl and therefore she wasn't quite herself and that's what made it so good. Oh, my God. How, I just, it, Jennifer Garner has the face of an angel. Yeah. Like, I just don't know how you could say anything mean about it because she would, like, look at you and just with those big eyes and, like, I yeah. just don't understand. What is wrong with no you? No one does a quivering lip as good as Oh, my God. As and, Jennifer like, Garner. her little bouncy hair flicked out like blowout that yeah. she had this whole movie she just is an angel like what is wrong with you well, maybe Brendan? she just wasn't in the dumps all the time like you watch like alias and it's like oh my fuck like, i don't even know what goes on in that show <laughs> <laughs> i just assume she's miserable so. well she wasn't miserable in mr fuzzy pants mm, i mean i guess she was kind of upset because her husband turned into a cat but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's understandable and he was in a coma yeah um yes but I just love her. And she did do such an amazing job. Like the way she walked, the way yeah, she like. she like is in her mm, body and she held herself. Walking yeah. this weird gangly way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely like a 13 year old girl's kind of. I yeah. haven't really figured it out myself yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think because we watch so many of these films, like we re- really are attuned to what separates the masters from the rookies yes. in terms of yes. body swapping performances. Mm. And. Yeah, it's those little nuances. Like mm. a lot of films, you know, they'll give some like weird affectation to the younger version. So then when they become the older version, they, it's really they can obvious. Just, yeah. yeah, but it wasn't like that. It was just like the whole, everything about her performance. Mm. It reminded me of like the way Tom Hanks nailed like big. in Big. Yeah. And this film has a lot so, of similarities yeah, so to Big. Similarities. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. I like as much as this film succeeds because of Jennifer Garner, I think the whole thing is just a fun film. Yeah, like it's, it's just a fun a romantic full of joy. Comedy. It's just yeah. so much joy. Yeah. The dancing sequences. Like yeah, you can't you're help that you cry. Neither every of time. you looked back at me. I was like sobbing. Well, so there's nothing. Little- there's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> It, like more joyful than like a large group of people doing the same dance. <laughs> I just feel like, or even like with singing, yeah. I feel like all the world's problems could be solved in that minute. Like, yeah. it, you know, it's like people working for a common goal and everyone's happy and, yeah. and I just am so moved. And there is nothing, nothing mm-hmm. better in this world mm-hmm. than Mark Ruffalo doing that dance. Yeah. Pity it's a thriller, yeah. but it, he is 
so endearing. Yeah. Like, it is because he's not doing the best job and you can actually see that he's concentrating really hard. Yeah. Like, he's, like, trying to remember all the steps. And apparently that was his first day on set as well. Oh, my so God. Can you like- imagine? <laughs> thrown in the deep end. Yeah. Um, but we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo doing that dance is, like, a thousand times hotter than mm. Zac Efron doing anything, any <laughs> dancing. And uh, we're not going to go into it because we'll say it's hot or not, but it's like yeah. bad dancing is way sexier than good dancing. Yeah. I think it's yeah, part of that the charm of that character. Oh, the charm. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I cried well, a lot. that terrible guy who like – Basically, had an emotional affair. Well, what? Brendan, get out of here! <laughs> so, this is what I mean, though. Every every like misgiving it has, you just give it. It's like, yeah, yeah but Jennifer Garner's smile. Yeah, well, it's. Uh, I've always said this, and I said this in our prelude to a kiss episode that mm-hmm. we did. You do a romantic comedy. Mm. The number one ingredient is that you have to have a couple that has chemistry and that you want to end up with each other. If you don't so have that, you're rooting for them. You're like, yeah. fuck that other chick. Leave her at the altar. <laughs> like, yeah. come on. Yeah. So, like, Absolutely. last last episode that we did, like, there is no way in fuck that you cared one iota if Meg Ryan and Alec Baldwin stayed together in that film. Yes. Yeah. But this film. All I wanted with every fibre of my fucking being was them to what? get together. Really? She wasn't a, a good person, even. She was, though. She was changed she, her ways. Like, towards the end when she, like, tried to spoil it, spoil his wedding by, like, announcing that he loved her. Yeah, but it's Jennifer Garner. <laughs> yeah, Don't you she, understand this yet? <laughs> and she did the right thing. It, she could have been worse about it, but she left. She, yeah. she left with the house. She could have been worse. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> And she even said at the end when she she was like, "Oh, the you know, I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm happy for you, and I want you to be happy. So and if this is what makes you happy, person. then <laughs> fuck you, Brendan." <laughs> so for our new listeners, the the uh, thing that we've got in the show is that Brendan's, Brendan's a piece got of a shit, wild, a lot yes. of wild ideas, a free thinker. <laughs> yep. Make sure you write hate mail to Brendan. <laughs> no. <laughs> need to properly lay out the plot. I feel like we're just running away with yeah. the understanding that everyone in the world has seen this movie, which they definitely should should have. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, even my mum would have seen this movie. But do, yeah. you, do you need to, like, just skim over it? Yeah, yeah. So the, the basic plot of the film, we start off the character of Jenna. She's uh, – it's 1987. Uh, she's – very unsure of herself. She's not part of the uh, cool kids and she feels bad about it, but Mm. she's having her 13th birthday and and invites all the cool kids to her party. And at the party, her like nerdy best friend is there and gives her like this lovely gift um, of like a a dream house that he's made, handmade for her. Gorgeous. And uh, puts wishing dust all over it. And so so it's the young Ruffalo is that character. Yeah. And then the cool kids come and shove her in the closet saying that it's she's going to be playing seven minutes in heaven but then run away with all her snacks and just leave the party he comes back and she finds her in the closet and then when she realizes what happens she locks herself back in the closet and the wishing dust falls on her and she's Thinking to herself, I just want to be 30, 30 and flirty because that's what her magazine. 30, 30 yeah. and thriving. Yeah. <laughs> um, said no one ever. Yeah. I want to Speaking be 30. Of which, how are your 30s? I want to be 30. I yeah. feel like maybe a 50 year old woman is like, I just want to be 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one ever wants to be in their 30s. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like when you're 13, you want to be 18. Like yeah. you want to be able to, or you know, or you want to be 21. You want to be able to. To go out and drink and, yeah. you know, um, do all the fun stuff. But anyway, so the magic dust falls on her and she wakes up and she is 30. So um, her whole from when she was 13 to when she was 30, she doesn't remember any of those years happening. Mm. She wakes up and it's like that that birthday party of her 13th just happened last night. Um, she wakes up, there's like a strange man in her house and she doesn't know what's going on, Mm. um, realizes that she's become like a magazine editor and, uh, 
a bit of a bitch and <laughs> yeah <laughs> but she's super successful but i get why because that was a brutal scene when they like left her in the closet and took all her like snacks and drinks to take to oh a, my another god, party that whole thing at the start just yeah oh my god high school is so horrible yeah and girls are so brutal horrible. It's and so i will me. never want to be 13 again yeah and also movies like this i mean i was obviously I was old enough by this point, but movies that had seven minutes in heaven and spin the bottle and all those sorts of things Mm -hmm. gave me such fear of getting (laughs) older and going to parties. I was like, what goes on at these things? Like, I've never played any of those games. Okay. Yeah. And also, has a bully ever made like a nerdy kid do their homework? Does that really exist? Mm. Well, it does in the swap universe. This is the third time I think that we've seen this. And I mean, it happens in so many teenage movies. Yeah. Um, But I just don't think. Like how would how could you do two assignments on the same subject and make them different and how could your teacher not notice? Yeah, I'm uh I'm protesting that one. <laughs> yeah, basically, then the rest of the film is just her navigating navigating her life in her thirties. While like actually, what I'm surprised about there wasn't much of her dealing with like how technology and society no. changed. So the fir- in one of the first scenes of swapping, her phone rings and she doesn't know what it is, but they kind of never come back to it. Yeah. It's like the internet would exist and she would have no idea how to 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 use it. Yeah. Though it, I thought it was a bit strange. She's the editor of a magazine yeah. and there's no computer at a desk. Oh, like, my God, I didn't that. even notice that. That is stupid. <laughs> but, I mean, obviously from when this film was made to now, it's such like a leap in time. Yeah, crazy. It feels like another world. Yeah. Just like you don't think of 2004 as being that long ago, but it really is yeah. so long ago. It is, yeah. And – you and know, the fact that, that mm. she works for a magazine and they were complaining about getting 600,000 uh, people reading the magazine every month. Yeah. That's actually a really good figure nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, Poise is a yeah. terrible name for a magazine. In Australia, yeah. I'm fairly sure Poise <laughs> is like a, um adult diaper, diaper. brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even just if you don't even know that... It, it's got this connotation, you know, that women have to be like poised and to be successful. And I really take issue with that. So the the evil rival magazine was called Sparkle. Sparkle. Do yeah. you think Sparkle's a better mag- magazine title? Um, it sounds like it's for a fourteen year old girl. <laughs> yeah, but it's better than Poise. Yeah. <laughs> But poise is what they used to teach at finishing school in the 50s where women had to, you know, they put a book on top of their head to learn how to stand up straight. Yeah. It's, I'm not, it, you know, it's not Vogue. Yeah. No. <laughs> Part of this story is the fact that there's like a mole in the in the magazine that's sending all the ideas to a rival magazine. So, and then that causes problems in this magazine where they're losing all their, their subscribers. Mm. So then they have this thing where they have to like redesign the magazine and Jennifer Garner's character and Judy Greer, who's like the bitchy friend have rival magazine ideas. Now, Judy Greer's, I think, was hilarious. <laughs> she was, like, turning it into, like, heroin chic. To the extreme. <laughs> to the extreme fashion suicide. Yeah. It was so messed up. Animated yeah. nooses, like, flying around. And yeah, like, like really drugged out chicks in bathtubs. It was not. It was. I feel like they would have sat around a writer's table and been like, what is the worst thing we can think of for her to pitch as the idea. And uh, yeah, they really nailed it. It can't be better than hers and hers isn't that great. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. So then Jennifer Garner pitches hers, which is all like light and fluffy and it kind of is very vague about what the magazine actually is. It's kind of yeah, like... I was like, is this, this might be like a theme for, for or an edition or something like that. That's what but, I said. How long How how long could this idea last? So yeah, it's, they're revamping like the magazine. Yeah. yeah, and they could do one yearbook issue. And also, I'm a grown woman. I don't want to open Vogue and, and see high school. I'm like, <laughs> leave that behind. I don't want to go back there. Yeah. 
So I feel like if you put the heroin magazine <laughs> or hers, I would choose the, the heroin that one. That says everything about you, Paul, and I would know that you would guess that for sure. But you're saying you wouldn't? Like you don't think that would have been the more entertaining read out of those two magazines? All right, here's my pitch. If it's a like a homecoming <laughs> book, which is literally you've got celebrities and yes. you've got like their homecoming pictures and stories yes. and stuff, I would read that. Mm. <laughs> Paul loves it <laughs> So what, you were like Oh if it has pictures of dead women <laughs> With syringes in their arm I'm all for it Well at least it's giving me something <laughs> There's there's a narrative there <laughs> How many times Does Jennifer Garner say um, I was 13 yesterday And I woke up and this happened And I don't know what's going on And I can't remember anything Like she says it to the friend at work yeah, And she nobody. says it to Mark Ruffalo You would be so concerned If your yeah. friend said that Like she wasn't just acting strangely She was actually verbalising That she's <laughs> yeah. completely lost the plot You'd be like okay Like I'm going to take you to the hospital We're going to get this sorted out it, it, it would be very concerning Well I feel like this is something we've seen In a lot of the what films that we've done is that people act like insane like actually insane yes and nobody pays any attention to it (laughs) yes and they just like this person that i've known for years is all of a sudden acting completely different and okay yes (laughs) (laughs) all right high school crush comes to your house Mm -hmm. and they're like hey how's it going you're my best friend like do you do you let them in no. No? Um, have they remained hot? <laughs> it's like, if they look like Jennifer Garner, then yes. <laughs> because this film posits that situation. She meets her actual crush later on in the film and he's gotten disgusting. let himself go yeah. and he's gotten disgusting and he's like a loser. <laughs> so if that happened, I'd be like, fuck off my porch. But if you're still hot, I'll be like, just come in. But I would just be like, I don't want to remember anything from high school. Please leave me alone. Go away. It was a tough time for me. Brendan, Mm. would you let your high school crush in the door? Brendan married his high school crush. (laughs) (laughs) Would you let your... He doesn't get to vote. Would you let your wife through the door? (laughs) I I do from time to time. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, what does that mean? Um, Yeah. I have to say this film has an amazing soundtrack. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Like just wall to wall hits mm. and songs that I forgot about that I'm like, oh, that was that was a good song. Like, mm. um, how do I breathe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the way when you get um, it, like it, straight away they tell you who Mark Ruffalo's character is, even when he's younger, mm-hmm. through all these heads. yeah musical cues and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. And then when she goes to find him, when she swaps, she's like. The only person she can think of that will help her is Matt, even though they haven't spoken in years. Yeah, uh, he's got like a CBGB's t-shirt on. <laughs> yeah. He's got a blue velvet, a, a framed place. blue velvet poster. They tell you, they instantly are like, "This guy's indie." Yeah, yeah. I feel like the screenwriter must have been a guy because it's like, oh, like the this 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 character is like a misunderstood, and, you know, nice guy, and obviously he does photography and he loves, you know. Niche yeah. movies. So, and, yeah. so indeed. Yeah. So, um, the writers actually two writers. There are like a male and a female that work mm-hmm. together, and they wrote um, "What Women Want" as well. Oh, there you go. Um, what I want to know is how many teenage girls watched this film and then went and watched Blue Velvet afterwards <laughs> to see what it was about. I doubt anyone. <laughs> How many people were scarred for life? I don't know. I feel like I saw Blue Velvet when I was fairly young. It, yeah. It, it, it does a number on you. It's a fantastic movie, but... Yeah, of course. I, but it, when you got to be ready for it. <laughs> you got to build up through the David Lynch levels, I feel. So how did you feel, Lucy, about the villain of this film having the name Lucy? Yeah, I did felt feel really triggered? sad. Yeah, I did. I feel like it's not an evil name either. Yeah, well, now it is because like of this Lucy film. in the Sky with Diamonds. Come yeah. on, you know all Lucys are sweet. Was she that bad though? Like she yes. was pretty awful. She fucking uh, st- ruined the company, ruined her thirteenth birthday. With no oh no, regard. yeah, okay. I mean, as a ch- as a kid, sure, totally. But then, as, as, a, as an adult, she totally threw Jennifer Garner under the bus after she found out she was a horrible person and totally <laughs> ruined Mark Ruffalo's chances with photos and by making him sign that release he but he would have still had an opportunity at the other magazine all i see is her throwing a jennifer garner under the bus 
and also ruining a company. But as we've established, Jennifer Garner can do just, no wrong, and you must love her at all times. She's just climbing the corporate ladder. You got to do that's business. She just Not- took Ben Affleck to <laughs> rehab. All right, <laughs> <laughs> they're divorced, and she's still there for him, making sure that the father of her children is well. You got to stop talking shit on this her woman. Jennifer Garner. What's the character's name? Jenna. It's not even a <laughs> So, did you notice the giant celebrity cameo in this film? Jim Gaffigan? Oh, no. <laughs> I never knew who's... Like, I recognised that face, but I would never have known what I his name I can't believe they got it from his eyes. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't know anyone's name ever. Anyone's you name. can't remember. You forgot who John Travolta was a few episodes ago. You got him from his eyes and got his name correct. Brendan's like the biggest Jim Gaffigan fan. <laughs> on it. He runs a website. <laughs> and does fan fiction. Uh, no, Brie Larson was. So it completely missed out. I can't believe it. She was one of the young, like, so the, the bitchy girl has these five minions and she was one of the five minions. How surprised were you that it was five? It's always three. Yeah, because they were, but they actually paid attention to themselves. The six, the six. Okay, that makes sense, but still. So there's quite a bit of like Marvel cast members in this film. Because Ruffalo and so Ruffalo is the Hulk. Yep, Andy Serkis who plays Jennifer Garner's boss. He was Gollum, but he he was. I was going to say, is he Smeagol? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But he um, was. He's also in Black Panther as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Iron Monger was his name, something like that. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Garner also. Not in the current Marvel Universe, but she was Elektra in the original Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so so yeah. who's who? And Brie Larson, you know. So we Captain have to put Marvel up a herself. photo of that young Brie Larson because I didn't even see it and I love picking stuff like that out. Well, I, I was actually watching an interview when Mark Ruffalo and Brie Larson were promoting Avengers mm-hmm. together and somebody brought it up and showed Mark Ruffalo <gasps> and he didn't even realise oh that she was oh in it. Because they didn't shoot they scenes together. They went on the together. same, t- yeah. So it was like Oh my God, that's so amazing. <laughs> I love that. Body swap cliches. So mm-hmm. what did this film do that we see in all of our body She sw- stumbled out of bed and she stumbled to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's that thing of... Waking up and not looking around. I think she had a sleep mask on. Yeah. And so falling out of bed and crawling to a mirror. Yeah. That's a very typical. Yeah. And then seeing the mirror and screaming, which apparently they did as an intentional nod to Big. Oh, yeah. But like everybody's what film does that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we not only got one boob grab, we got mm. two boob grabs in this film, which, as our uh, regular listeners would know, happens in. Every film where someone turns into a girl, they have mm-hmm. to grab their boobs. It's the first and then, thing you do. You know, the reverse is like <laughs> a girl that turns into a boy but looking down I her pants. I feel like the girls that turn into boys never grab their dick. They always they pull, pull their, their pants, pants out to have a look yeah. at it. Yeah. And then they might jiggle it a bit. Yeah. Or be terrified. Yeah, or scream, scream or jiggle. I mean, understandably. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, how psyched would you be if all you wanted to do was turn 30? And you wake up and you're fucking Jennifer Garner. Like, yeah. you look like Jennifer Garner. I'd be like, I am so beautiful. <laughs> and she uh, had a great apartment on Fifth Avenue. And So, there was a bit you, of a thing that I think is a bit of a gaffe here. Okay. So, the film establishes the fact that in the years between turning 13 and turning 30, Jennifer Garner had a nose job. Yes. In the universe of the film. Then at the end, when we see the new life that Jennifer Garner did. Still got that nose job. She's got the exact same <laughs> nose. <laughs> so even in her new, like, humble life where mm. she's not like a corporate She still needed to witch. fix the schnoz. <laughs> Maybe she had a deviated septum. She, she got what <laughs> she wanted. That's what all the famous people say. <laughs> now, how do you feel about the fact that this film posits that to be a good person you can't? be a like career go-getter and climb the corporate ladder. I don't think it does posit that. I just feel like you can't stand on the necks of other people. you got to lean in. And she makes friends with the other people and they all work together. Because at the, fi- at the end but of the film... she doesn't end in the city in yeah, at poise. At, at the end of the but film... But maybe that's not what true. she wants, maybe. There's like, nothing about career in the... In her improved version of her life. It's all about him. I don't know. I'd be pretty psyched if I ended up with Ruffalo. I could could go the corporate ladder. Well, I can't wait to talk about Mark Ruffalo. Well, 
I was gonna say, what what do you feel uh, about this field positing that girls don't have like a, a sexual drive because when like, they're really young? Yeah, because like even as a as like an older, like she was like into this boy, but like every boy uh, as as an adult, she's like got this like childlike, you know? Yeah, but boys are gross, so. <laughs> Um, but they're I, all they're all adults. Now. I hate all- these in in the body swap movies in the age swaps. Yeah, I hate those scenes. I'm like, this is. Can we just fast forward? This is so where she's technically a 13 year old making out with a 30 year old man. Yes, and also oh, how that, disgusting was that, that man? dude? The boyfriend that she had, so the ice hockey player. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I was talking about- His underwear. <laughs> he does a strip tease. I'm like, these are the underwear he a, you chose. He did a goofy dance. Isn't uh, that what okay. you guys want? These are the underwear <laughs> you chose for your strip tease. I'm, like I'm staying out, silent until out. the hot or not okay. for this one. <laughs> I'm not even talking about the way he looks. I'm talking about the underwear. Just unforgivable. <laughs> but he was goofy dancing. We just established. Brendan, you got to know this about me. It's like the thing about- you think I love all old men. It, that's not right. There's a certain <laughs> flavour and it's the same with the dancing. Ruffalo, yes. Hockey player, no. <laughs> but like in Big, like uh, we see like him go to bed with a... a like yeah, a woman, that whereas- was messed up. Yeah, I think this film, that's a bit more on this film's mind, not crossing so it's those crossing boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Where like, yeah, Big literally had like a 10-year-old boy ostensibly having an entire relationship with a woman in her 30s and sleeping with her. This one, all she does is kiss at most. Mm. So it's not as gross. And it did have that hilarious scene where she's at the bar and she hits on Uh, a young, like a kid that would have probably been like 12 years old. Her friend is like, there's a guy behind you that is totally checking you out. And Jennifer Garner's like, oh, should I go and talk to him? He's like, yeah, you're not married. Go for it. And she turns around and walks towards the 10-year-old boy. She walks past the The the, sexy dude yeah, yeah, and goes and talks to a young boy. Should we save that for hot or not? Sexy dude. Yeah. (laughs) He wasn't sexy. No, he was disgusting. Uh, And Jennifer Garner goes, ugh, the man, no. (laughs) But I can't believe, like, you, when you talk about gross guys in this film, the guy who she was having the affair with. Yeah. Just like, just like had this predatory, gross, like, conversation. Yeah, no matter what Jennifer Garner's awful version of Jennifer Garner that we we didn't see her actually live her life. Yeah. But I feel like no matter how she was living her life, she could have done better than that gross yeah, Absolutely. Guy. Have you seen her? She could, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's a 10. That's like. Well, yeah, we've on. established you guys say she could do whatever she wants because she's Jennifer Garner. <laughs> yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. I have to say, though, it takes watching a film from 2004 to remember how fucking disgusting fashion was oh, in so 2004. So many low-cut bootleg jeans. 
And with like their um, the whale tail, yeah, the whale tail, the g-string, g-strings yeah. poking out, gross. I know, and they work at a fashion magazine, and yeah. they're there, and all the loose leather jackets that all the guys were wearing, yeah, and some of the pants that Mark Ruffalo wore in this film. Yeah, when you meet, we need to do it in the hot or not, but when you meet Mark Ruffalo, the pants are what are even those pants? <laughs> they're unforgivable. <laughs> but yeah, just so many like disgusting haircuts and that it's the same thing of this movie it, it just doesn't matter yeah oh and it's fun like it's a kind of fun but you're just yeah. kind of thinking like what were we thinking at two in 2004 yeah. like i think at the time they were like showing all the 80s fashion in the opening scene being like look how oh, ridiculous how this is yeah look how ridiculous Everyone looked in the 80s, but now everyone looks cool. But now looking at it now, it's like the 80s are the cool period. And the 2004s were like, ugh. So, I have a question for Paul. Yeah. But I need you to explain something to me. Yeah. When the boss is talking about the photographer, Mm -hmm. he asks, is he Arthur or Martha? Yes. So, I've never heard this before. Yeah. And she doesn't get what it means. She says, is he gay? Yeah. Um, Is this a common terminology? Look, it, it is... Uh, saying that I've heard. Mm. I think it's more I of a... I know about a friend of Dorothy. That's yeah. one I've heard. <laughs> I think it's more of a, a British thing. Okay. Arthur or Martha. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never personally used it. Do you reckon it, Arthur and Martha were people or what? what is that? Yeah, it's um, probably like a an old comedy show from Britain or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe... We have uh, one of our now sister podcasts on the media network is called Word of the Gay and they um, (gasps) dissect. We should write to them. Yeah, Yeah. they dissect a a gay vernacular every episode. So maybe we'll have to shout out to them. Arthur and Martha. Arthur and Martha. What what is it? Yeah. (laughs) But shout out that this film had a queer character and and he was like told the ladder at his job and yeah he was like mm. a nice person uh wasn't like cliched in any way mm. wasn't villainous just was, was allowed to be a person yeah so like did you guys know the entire film is my like gator like i really wasn't even thinking about his sexuality no, yeah, it's not was mentioned. It, no. although yeah. i was but a I bit because like he was like talking about the women's bodies and stuff like that and i was like oh is this you thought boss? it was a straight dude more so. <laughs> um, maybe that's just, they were just letting him just be a dude that likes other dudes and, you know, yeah. doesn't have to. And I mean, in 2004, we've seen films from this period that are completely disgusting yes. homophobic messes. But if you think about like, it's a boy girl thing, I think was this oh, year. Oh, that as was well. unbelievable. Yeah, that film was homophobic. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so shocking when you, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to think like it wasn't that long ago and mm. people in mainstream films could be that disgusting. What about the change-up? I feel like the change-up had a lot of terrible... Yeah, but that was like six years after this. That's what I mean, though. It was, you know, that that was really shocking. Yeah, does that make you wonder what terrible people we are in like 20 years? Yeah, people will be listening back to this podcast, podcast like, what fucking pieces of shit, <laughs> especially Brendan. You know I can't handle, you know I can't handle you guys saying stuff like that. Like, I'll be up for days being, is Don't this going to hurt the my future self? boiler will be dead by then, so. <laughs> okay, that is true. Moving house? What a hassle. Good thing Momentum Energy makes new connections easier than backing up a three-ton truck. Switch to Momentum Online and we'll give you a $50 welcome credit, including GST. Conditions apply. Momentum Energy. Less hassle, more hustle. Are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Everyone is beautiful in their own way. And funny enough, this film actually had that exact line in yes. it. Everybody is beautiful in their own way. That's amazing. So, And like we say that every episode, we had no idea it was actually in a swap film. There you go. So. It just took us 30 <laughs> films to get there. Uh, so for our new listeners, this is the segment where we go through every cast member in the film and objectify them. Not every single one. <laughs> and we also feel very... It, Paul made us do this. We feel very yeah. conflicted if about it. If anyone's offended sometimes. by this segment, just blame me. Let's get started with the obvious. Jennifer Garner. So, uh, Jennifer Garner is going to be, I'm sure, a recipient of the... 
I, so so much exposition for our new listeners. <laughs> so we've got a thing that we award on the show called the Double Hot Award. And that's what you get if you've appeared in multiple swap films that we've reviewed mm. and we've given you a hot rating in yes. both films. And it's, it, it's it a, the, the Melora Harden. Yeah, it's the <laughs> Melora Harden. Award for outstanding it's, hotness it's, in, swap, yeah, in multiple it, swap films. Yes, outstanding, outstanding achievement in multiple <laughs> yes. Hotness in multiple so Melora Harden was the first um, woman to get it. Yeah, a, a she, 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 she was be. she was hot in Seventeen again, and she was really young, wasn't oh, yeah, she? You know, yeah, she was in the hot chick and Seventeen again, and yes. she was hot in both. So that's when yeah. We so got, she was the first, the first one. So the award one. is named after. Yeah. So we we haven't had many double hots. It's it's a pretty prestigious. And we've thing. done two Ryan Reynolds films, and he didn't get a yeah, double hot. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Paul's Paul's dismay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Jennifer Garner is she? Entering the double hot hall oh, of fame. For me, definitely. Brendan's the swing vote. No, I'm definitely giving her as well. So, yeah. so it's not. Uh, it's yeah, you've lost the majority. I've lost, yep. No matter what you say, she's still double hot. Let me clear up any confusion. <laughs> I am giving her one of Brendan's top tier. <laughs> Passes. No. So Brendan always says mean? pass because it means it could mean either thing, but he means that she's, she's hot. A, she's hot. She's yeah. a beautiful woman. Yes. Yeah. And everything's forgiven. The terrible hair, the like bun with the bit, eye makeup, the bootcut jeans, the terrible shoes, all of it. Yeah. Uh, there was some terrible outfits that she wore in this film. Yeah. Like, and I forgot that corset. Like half corsets were mm. like a thing. The best that she looked really is when she immediately swapped and she was in a nighty and then she ran out of the apartment with just a jacket on. That yeah. was kind of the most reasonable <laughs> outfit that she wore the whole time. So you didn't like the dress that she wore doing the thriller dance? No. Because I feel like it's just iconic now. I mean, it is iconic, but it, it's bad. And the hair yeah. for that was so bad that nothing – and the really low-rise jeans, which are just – I hate – those takes a certain body type to actually pull those off and look. Oh yeah, you have to be decent. a pin, so yeah. she's fine. Yeah. They looked great on her, but but all sins forgiven. Uh let's go for a little bit of a controversial one. Sam Ball, who played Alex Carlson, aka the dumb hockey boyfriend. Well, there's no doubt about it for Paul. <laughs> Because he's very stupid, so Paul liked he's him. Dumb. Mm-hmm. He's I wanna, dumb I- and buff. Terrible taste tick, in underwear. <laughs> Terrible taste in underwear. What I appreciated about the underwear that he wore is that I could clearly see his penis through them. So yeah, because they looked I'm it another so old and that. washed out. They looked so old and washed and stretched out. There's no a man. He would be successful. He'd have money to buy good underwear. That was unforgivable. Was he, that's a no from me, dog. I didn't think he was that hot. No. And he was a... And he was a crumb bomb. He was dumb as a post. He was. He seemed nice. He was a nice guy. Like he was, he was stupid. Bit- did you see there was a really bad edit they did where he says the same phrase twice yeah, yeah. and it was just a bad edit? Yeah. I was like... <laughs> And did it that made, just happen? It made him sound really stupid because he <laughs> yeah. said the same thing twice straight after the other. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Like, he's got that very, like, 90s Devin Sauer haircut. No, don't bring Devin's... Don't, <laughs> is that how you say his surname? I always call him Sawyer. Don't call Devin... Don't call Devin into this. That Devin didn't do anything wrong. Devin had beautiful hair. Casper the Friendly Ghost for life. He, he was what? not I don't know Devin. Night of the Twisters. Come on, he man. He was like the main character in um, Final Destination. And he was like... Idle hands ca- guy? Idle hands, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So mm, that this guy doesn't hold a candle to Devin. Uh, look, he's no Devin, but I was just saying they got the same haircut. He's no Devin. <laughs> I thought he had more of like a goofy Chris Evans look. Do you like- know who I think he looked like? That um, one of the guys from Shrek. <laughs> what? You know the really short guy from Shrek? Do you know that's an Lord Farquaad? Fark- <laughs> Lord Farquaad? The really he square. Not look like <laughs> the, the, Lord the square Farquaad. head. He definitely had the same head. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm with Lucy. Yay! Not hot. <laughs> But did you, like, you know, he's introduced whop, whop. in a towel. I was liking he everything that he- sweet bottom. He's so stupid. <laughs> he can't even think of, like, a good way to and say also, that she's like, got a nice she's ass. She's terrified. And he's like, 
exactly. <laughs> hey, you coming back? <laughs> yeah, I know. That is just endearing. Stupidness no. is endearing. No. Hot for me. So you're both giving him nuts? Yes. Brandon? Yeah, I'm sure he's attractive. Well, so you're, oh, you're, <laughs> you're on your own, Lucy. <laughs> All right. So Judy Greer as um, Lucy, the bitchy friend. She's hot, but she looked very tired. Did you get the vibe? She had real bags under her eyes. Mm, I think that she always does, yeah, though. Yeah. She needs mm. a little eye cream there. <laughs> but she's hot. Yeah, I, I really I love Judy Greer. Yeah. I think she's hilarious yeah, and Jawbreaker, the best. Yeah, and she was in a TV series called Misguided as well, which nobody watched and I loved. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never heard of it. <laughs> but yeah, she's always relegated to like the best the friend. friend roles mm. and she's never gets to be the main character. Mm. Yeah. Even though she's great. And I think she's hot. So mm. I'm gonna give her a hot. No, I mean, like I think she's hilarious and I like if she's in something that actually elevates it for me. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, yeah, I agree. Hot. She's good. All right. So this one is for Lucy because, you know, he was getting into his late 40s, 50s at this point, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Andy Circus as the boss. Um, Richard. He's not for me. No? No. Brendan? <laughs> He's not for me. <laughs> well, I have to give him a not. Sorry. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> You can never unsee the um, sort of the, full yeah, the body suit, eye, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the full body suit that he wore to be Smeagol. <laughs> <laughs> also, he had the most disgusting facial hair in, in this film. Yeah. yeah, it was actually gross. It was Very not his best. It was not his best. And those like kind of disgusting fitting ninety uh, two thousand suits as well. The, the the jackets that go down, it's like an upside down triangle because they're yeah. really broad in the shoulders and it's pinstriped and re- the V is yeah. really open. Yeah, yeah terrible. Was, yeah, also, gross. do you know who he totally is the brother of? The guy that we were talking about last week. Michael Sheen is that his name? Yeah. They talk. They look the same. Yeah, they do. Except look Michael similar. Sheen's the hotter brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's end this on a high note. Oh, he, he, he bloody made me wait all this time to talk about Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo as Matt. So obviously, you're going to give him a knot. <laughs> he was sent from the heavens. Bless him with his t-shirts tucked into belted bootleg jeans. Yeah, didn't even matter. He was so cute. He, he's always cute to me. Fluctuating, it aging doesn't matter. Love yeah. him. Yeah, he just has this like relaxed charm to him. Yeah, that you and can't just, help. He's just getting get. more salt and pepper. Brilliant as the older that he gets, I just it, I, he's definitely my flavor. Did you watch Endgame? Avengers Endgame. No. Uh, so you haven't seen what he looks like in that film. I don't really do that stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was going to ask if you found him attractive in in is that it, film. Is, are you setting me up or no? No, no. Because I've there's actually like a faction of people that are like obsessed with how he looks in that film and okay. like are genuinely attracted to him in that form. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just wondering if For you were in that. Listening at home, they can enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not in that camp. No spoilers. But I also yeah. feel like from what I've heard, mm-hmm. the, out, outside of being an actor. He's like pretty cool guy. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. He's as like well. a feminist, like a strong. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely on board with you. Like, he's he's a sexy guy. Mm. His character is very attractive mm. as Gorgeous. well. He's just like a respectful, smart guy. Like, Cheater. Brendan's gonna come Cheater. in. <laughs> like, okay. He kissed the Beyonce her. sucked. The Beyonce <laughs> sucked. How did she suck? What did she do that was so terrible? She Besides ate just his food when they were okay. having dinner. <laughs> yeah, that is unforgivable. Yeah. Um, but but just, she was being like super passive aggressive yeah. to Jennifer Garner. Every yeah. time she saw her. She called her Jenny. Oh, yeah. oh you mean yeah. she was like, you know, wary of this person who's just coming to the life and like. They were consumed. meant to be together. It doesn't matter when they're meant to be. Gave him a job and just tried to like force herself into his life. Yeah. <laughs> Why was she? Uh, you Brendan's know, insecurities are really rearing their head tonight. <laughs> Look, I I get I get where Brendan's coming from. I get it. I just can't. I just can't make that leap just because this movie's so fucking charming. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> This is why everyone is getting divorced. These films. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Want to blame anything else on it? Global, war- <laughs> global warming because Mark Ruffalo so hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's time for Opinion Swap, the segment where we scour through the internet to see what other people thought of today's movie. Our first one's from Lucy on Letterboxd. Not me. Not this Lucy. It's like, my cup was hot, the end. (laughs) Okay, so she gives it four and a half stars and she says, The philosophy of this is actually so fascinating and terrifying. A 13-year-old girl is seemingly thrown into a wormhole, and when she comes out the other end, she is 30 years old in an alternate universe. But she was also living and alive for all those years, unconscious in her vessel on bitchy autopilot, and in the end, goes back through the wormhole and ends up back in her original universe as her 13-year-old self again, but older and wiser. Donnie Darko has nothing on this movie. <laughs> also, it is one of the funniest movies ever made. For example, when Jenna's assistant says M&M's on the phone, he wants a decision now, and Jenna stutters and says, plain, no, peanut, peanut. <laughs> no, plain. <laughs> so, it is a very funny film. Yeah. Um, but do you agree with that, that it has like really fascinating... <laughs> Donnie Darko-esque implications I would have said more butterfly effect, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, because he didn't know. Anyway, don't get me started on time travel, okay? (laughs) Yeah, because when they go back, when she goes back... She knows. And he doesn't. So she just kind of like bides her time this whole time being like, I met you when we were older. You're going to be so sexy. (laughs) Well, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to invest in you, you little nerdy kid. I wanted to know what he was going to do with that Casio piano. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go get my Casio. What do you call that? A, git, a, um, a synth, yeah. No, no, no. Synth guitar? Guitar. Guitar. Git board is what I was going to say. It's a, it's, a, it's a party. Let me go get my guitar. Yeah, I know. It would have been great to hear what he, what he played. Uh, I think this next review kind of talks a bit more of the implications of this, of how Thank weird you. it would have been going back and then living her life. Mm. And I think this is probably the main question that we should all be asking. So this is Avery Edison on Letterboxd. She gave it two and a half stars. Mm-hmm. And she says, wait, so when she went back to being 13 again, she didn't warn anyone about 9-11? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How do we know? We didn't see New York. <laughs> she was in New York. So but I'm just it, saying. like, But when was this film made? 2004. She wouldn't have known about it. What do you mean she wouldn't have known about 2009. it? 2009. What? Isn't that when it happened? 2001. You're going to edit this so that you both <laughs> know that like it happened in yeah, 2001. This film was made in 2004. Yeah. And, I mean, she just wouldn't, if nobody told her, how would she know? Because you'd know that 9-11 happened three years ago. It would. She lived in New York. She would know about 9-11. But she didn't know anything about her life. Yeah, but she lived her life for weeks. She was in that body for for at least a month. But a thirteen-year-old girl was not going to look around the skyline and see that they're missing. She's not going to know. Would be she's in from the Jersey. News, it'd be in the newspaper that she'd walk past on the newsstand. As I said, she's totally concerned with herself. <laughs> <laughs> she, she wouldn't even notice that. And the toxic, like you know, workplace she lived in, which was like you know this gross fashion industry. I don't think she would have come by it. I don't know. As someone that works in the journalism industry, which she did, I'm sure she would have come across journalism some Journalism is yeah. very generous. <laughs> yeah, that's so full on. That's heavy as. <laughs> I want to see that sequel. But she said, you have to listen oh to God. me. <laughs> All right. So Austin on Letterboxd gives it four stars and he says, living with a scruffy Mark Ruffalo in a Greenwich apartment is such a dream, it hurt to see some plain bitch living it. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you mean the the fiance? No, I think she's talking, talking about, about Garner. <laughs> no, I think it's the, the, the fiance. <laughs> All right, so (laughs) Michael on Letterboxd gives it three stars. He says, would love it if this happened to me, but instead of going to 30, I'd go straight to the day where I dropped dead. (laughs) Paul, you you have to edit that out. You can't laugh at that. Paul is laughing uncontrollably. Oh, we need to find that guy and help him. He commented after with like emojis and stuff. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to get it out. Oh, boy. Um, This one's Ashley gave it four stars. She says, 
I remember every time I went to my friend's house in high school to hang out or have a sleepover because we were simply too cool to get invited to parties. I would bring movies and always brought my copy of 13 Going on 30. It became a running gag of me always suggesting us to watch it and her saying no. But bitch, I would have watched it every single time. I was serious. You never say no to this movie. Never. Regardless, we aren't friends anymore. Not entirely over this. She was a bitch. (laughs) Good review. Um, Once me and my friend John watched a really depressing documentary. Mm -hmm. It was like, you know, really upsetting. Mm -hmm. And then John was like, we need to erase that that just happened. Mm -hmm. He's flicking through Netflix or whatever. And he put on suddenly 30 to to pick us up. So I really (laughs) identify with that review. Yeah. I think it's definitely that movie. Yeah. It's just comfort food. Now we come to Tenuous Recommendations, the segment where we recommend a movie, television show, or other piece of media that is connected to today's film in some way, whether that be a shared actor, director, or theme. Or in Brendan's case, he might just embarrass us in front of all our new listeners and do a nonsensical tenuous link that may even get us kicked off of the Lip Media Network after one episode. Yeah, don't fuck it up, Brendan. (laughs) (laughs) So, Lucy... Am I going go? first? You go first. Okay. So, who do you think my tenuous person um, will be? Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan, <laughs> yes. Um, no. Um, so, I'm Mark Ruffalo is my uh-huh. link. Yeah. And I'm choosing Zodiac, 2007's Zodiac by David Fincher. I uh-huh. love true crime and I think this is a perfect example mm-hmm. of how to make a movie like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the ultimate for me. It's got a really good mix of storytelling and fear and the thriller, the thrill of it all and like humanity and time and place. And mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo has some great sideburns and some suits <laughs> and wears his gun like Steve McQueen. Yeah. And I just think it's the story itself. Uh, you know, I've always been interested in it. Who is the Zodiac killer, y'all? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's done really well. 10 out of 10. Zodiac. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't like true crime generally, but mm-hmm. I do love this movie. It's mm-hmm. a fantastic movie. Yeah. Fascinating story. So good. So well made. Really good cast it's as well. It's really long, but isn't like you just don't care. No. Robert Downey Jr. is really good in it and um, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, amazing. Mm. Have you seen it, Brendan? Chloe. Yeah. yeah. Seven years. Brendan, what have you got for us? I feel like I need to just ease people into how this works. So yeah. I've done something a bit more normal, a bit <laughs> yeah. more ho-hum. Yeah. I'm doing two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, So my first one is a movie called The Baxter. So, Paul, you uh, would be well aware of this one. Have you seen it, Lucy? Never heard of it. What? Okay. When you say, how is it spelled? Uh, B-A-X-T-E-R. Is it about a dog? No. (laughs) No. It's about the Baxter, which is a character which sort of represents, I guess, Mark Ruffalo's uh, girlfriend in this film, which is the the person who's always the, not the romantic lead, the person who always gets screwed over by The one that gets left on the altar at the end of every Mm. romantic comedy. Mm -hmm. And so it's following that character and they found the one and they're like, you know, the the old boyfriends come into the picture and they're like struggling to... Mm -hmm. To like, you know, keep it from going all unhinged and try to make sure they don't fall in love like mm. it always happens. And yes, it's just a great f- comedy with lots of people that um, I love. So uh, it's written and directed by Michael Showalter um, and it has David Wayne. It's got Ken Marino. Uh, so, yeah, just th- that group of people. So if you like um, and Hot Michelle Williams, don't forget Michelle Williams, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Is the the link just that role? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it, it's basically skewering films like this. And yes. instead of following the main romantic couple, it's following the character that always gets it's left in the aisle. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I highly recommend that film. And the second one was uh, we all really enjoyed the dance to Thriller and we're so disappointed, but we can't enjoy listening to that song anymore. Yes. <laughs> um, so I'm going to also recommend a song called Fashion Zombies by the Aquabats, which is a, <laughs> a, an awesome ska band. And I so know- much ska <laughs> from Brendan. What is this? But, uh, it's a one-man campaign to sort of make like, ska cool uh, again. Almost like they've sort of done a thing where it's sort of that song or like they take pieces from it. Uh-huh. Um, and it's an awesome film clip as well. So I highly recommend 
checking that out. Cool. Okay, so I wanted to do something that was very on brand for me. Mm, what could it be? So my connection it's is... It's got to be one of the young girls. I know it. No. Oh. So my connection is Sean Marquette, who played the young Mark Ruffalo in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what was he in? He, so familiar. He was in an episode of the <laughs> Disney Channel original series, Lizzie McGuire. So that is my connection. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you said, I guarantee no one will be having the same uh, yeah. link as me, you were definitely right. Yeah, I feel like we're all, our recommendations are all very on brand this Mine's week. Mine's true crime, yours is Lizzie McGuire or Hilary Duff, yeah. and Brendan did a Scar song, so that really is just the well-worn yeah. roles. And a really cool one. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we'll watch it afterwards. <laughs> we always watch the recommendations afterwards, so you have to watch it. Yeah. Liz McGuire, iconic Disney Channel award-winning series that mm-hmm. kind of put Hilary Duff on the map. It's just pure nostalgia from around this era as well. I guess the thing is that's happening this week is that Disney Plus, the new streaming service, is launching in America and in Australia, and they've got every single episode of Liz McGuire on there. So it's a perfect time to jump on board because they're rebooting it and it's coming back with new episodes mm. where uh, Hilary Duff is going to be playing a 30-year-old Lizzie McGuire, another connection to this film. Mm. So uh, I would highly recommend going back in and watching Lizzie McGuire. If you're jonesing for your youth, like maybe when you come home from work, put an episode on and like eat a muesli bar and pretend you're just coming back from, <laughs> from school and that your life hasn't turned into trash. So Lizzie McGuire, uh, silence from Liz- well, Lucy. We usually and say, we're all just good one. We usually say good one, but uh, <laughs> and we're just silent for some yeah. reason. <laughs> Fuck you, guys. <laughs> so just a side note. If you want to see all the movies that we've recommended on the show, uh, go uh, to our letterbox page. We have a list of everything we've ever recommended. So if you're ever wondering what am I going to watch tonight, it's a good place to go to. All right. So if you go to our website, uh, theswapcastpodcast.com, we have a listing of all the films we've ever done and where we all rank them um, in terms of best to worst swap films that we've covered this week where are you putting 13 going on 30 on your rankings lucy so i'm putting it fourth okay so big cool so my top five will be big the hot chick your name 13 going on 30 and 17 again oh nice Mm. yeah brendan uh i'm i'm putting it reasonably up i still i still feel like i have more joy from Wish Upon a Star. So I'm just putting it underneath that. So that puts it somewhere. 10. 10. Top 10 then. Top 10. Ten. Nice. I'm going to put it number six. So that will put it in between Damn Yankees and Shazam. So my top six will now be uh, Your Name, Hot Chick, Big, Jumanji, Damn Yankees, and then uh, 13 going on 30. Nice. So, so we all really liked it. We all really liked it. We'd all recommend it. So yes, it was it was fun watch. So if you've somehow gotten to this point in your life and haven't watched Thirteen Going Thirty, don't sleep. Go and do it now. Just do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so next episode, we are going to keep the hits coming and watch another one of our most requested movies: the 2003 adaptation of Freaky Friday, starring Lindsay Lohan, Holy Jamie Lee Curtis, shit. and Chad Michael Murray. Dun, 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 dun. Do I can't believe <laughs> we have been doing this podcast for two years. And Paul just loves to punish us relentlessly week after week with just the worst of the worst, which they're always really fun episodes, FYI, but their films are such a slog for us to sit through. And two two weeks in a row for us to do Suddenly 30 and now Freaky Friday is like, I'm concerned something is wrong with Paul. (laughs) Well, you can thank the Lip Media Network for this. I thought it would be nice to do movies that... You must be getting laid or something. It's like in Clueless (laughs) when they make the teachers happy and set them up and then they're really nice and give everyone good grades. That's exactly what's happening. Well, the listeners are like metaphorically laying me by listening to the show. Yeah, I don't think you should say that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I thought it would be nice to start with two episodes of films that people have actually watched Mm -hmm. to ease them in to the swapping universe. Yeah, this is 
been the film we've been requested more than any other, I think, Freaky apart, Friday. apart from Face Off. The Lilo Freaky Friday. Um, yeah. yeah. And we've done two other Freaky Fridays already. We've done <laughs> uh, the Jodie Foster Freaky, Freaky Friday and the musical Freaky Friday from last year. Yeah. But there is an elusive one that's still out there that we... Yeah, the so there, there will be there's another a Freaky Friday, Freaky Friday that we can do that stars Shelley Long, uh-huh. that we will do at some point. Um, hopefully, Disney Plus puts it on Brings their it service because yeah. it's impossible to get yeah. at the moment. Something to look forward to mm-hmm. at some point. But <laughs> I'm excited about Freaky Friday. Chad Michael Murray, how can you go wrong? <laughs> That's it for another Swapcast. Until next episode, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And I was Brendan Levi. Bye. Bye. Swapcast is hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, recorded at Brown Town Studios. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.